Welcome back to Living Lab Radio. I'm Heather Goldstone. Black Friday 2019 was a record setter. In-store sales were up 4% over last year, and online sales jumped 14% to more than $7 billion in one day. That's a lot of gift buying. But is it too much being spent on gifts? Joining me with some thoughts on that is economics researcher Jay Zagorski of the Questrom School of Business at Boston University. He has written about the economics of gift giving for theconversation.com. Jay, welcome to the show. It's lovely to be on the show. So at this point, we have not only Black Friday, but also Cyber Monday. And then you mentioned two others, Super Saturday and Panic Saturday. Tell us about those. Uh, Panic Saturday is the last Saturday before Christmas, and uh, Super Saturday and Panic Saturday are basically the same uh, holiday. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know if I would call that a holiday. <laughs> it's that moment when those people who haven't gotten their gifts just before Christmas all decide they all have to rush either to the stores or online to get that last minute something. I wonder, Jay, as a researcher, why study holiday shopping and, and holiday gift giving in particular, I mean, obviously, it's it's a big part of uh, the economy of, of the bottom line and revenue for a lot of these retailers. But does it tell us anything more about ourselves or our society more broadly? I would say it's important as an economist to study holiday gift giving, because this is the one time of year when people basically spend not only on themselves, but on others. And when people are feeling good about the economy, they spend a lot on both themselves and others. When people are feeling poorly about the economy, they spend much less. So if you're looking for a leading economic indicator of how the economy is doing, gift giving is a great thing to look at. Well, maybe not so much even how, how the economy is doing, but how people perceive the economy to be doing, how they're feeling about the economy, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So Jay Zagorski, the question that you have answered or, or, or set out to answer in this piece you've written for theconversation.com is uh, one that many of us wrestle with every year, and that is, what is the right amount to spend on a gift or, or maybe overall on the holiday? How do you even start to, to answer that question? Well, from a high-level point of view, a lot of people want to spend sort of the right amount of money. What's the right amount of money? The amount of money where they don't look too cheap or they don't look too generous. Um, we don't want to give gifts that are way above what everyone else is giving. Conversely, we don't want for social reasons to give gifts that are well below what other people are doing. And hmm. there are actually data sets that track how much money people give in gifts. And one that I used was from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's called the Consumer Expenditure Survey and interviews each year between 12 and 15,000 different families and asks them about spending on all kinds of things. And in particular, it has a large number of categories for gifts. And it has categories for electronics, books, clothing, even non-holiday gifts like transportation, housing, and medical care. For example, say a grandparent might want to give braces to a grandchild or something like that that would fall under medical care. And so what kinds of trends have we seen in the cost of gifts that people have been buying? Is it just that the costs of goods are, are going up, you know, with inflation or, or is there actual uh, are there actual trends in, in the kind of levels of gifts that the people are buying? So there are actually a number of surveys beyond this consumer expenditure survey which looks at how much people spend. Uh, in particular, the Gallup poll does a survey of holiday gift spending, the National Retail Federation, and even Deloitte, the consulting firm. 
And overall, gift giving has been going up over time for roughly the last 10 or 15 years, but it's been going up only slightly more than the rate of inflation. So that people are giving, after adjusting for inflation, roughly the same amount of money uh, in gifts. So we're not getting more generous over time, unfortunately. We don't <laughs> seem to be getting more generous. But in particular, what I was trying to figure out is, is there a simple rule of thumb that somebody could say to me, how much roughly should I be spending on gifts? Not exactly what gifts should I get, since that's a much harder question. But what should my total budget be? And the Consumer Expenditure Survey shows that each year, the typical family spends about 1.8% of its after-tax income on all kinds of gifts over the whole year. And you can then break the numbers down, and I eliminated a number of categories that typically are not given as holiday gifts. For example, typically at the winter holidays, people don't give uh, medical things or uh, housing as gifts. Uh, so eliminating all those things comes up with a relatively simple rule of thumb. And the rule of thumb, give about 1% of your after-tax income each year in gifts. And you're right in that sort of sweet spot. You're not being viewed as too cheap. You're not being viewed as extra generous. Hmm. 1% of your total income on the winter holidays. I mean, you talk about in this piece that you've written, Jay Zagorski, in addition to kind of the total spending when you're thinking about what you're buying also, these ideas of, of things like buyer's remorse and, and something you call dead weight loss, that in fact, a lot of these gifts that we're buying, you keep mentioning, you know, you want to look generous, you want to seem not too cheap, that we seem to be doing a lot of this gifting for kind of social posturing reasons, which <laughs> in the end ends up meaning that a lot of the gifts that we give essentially immediately lose value. They're not valued necessarily on the other end. No, they're not valued. Uh, one particular survey found that unwanted gifts at the winter holidays uh, is about worth $13 billion in the United States. Wow. Yeah, $13 billion. That's, that's quite a bit of money. Uh, and I'll be honest, I've gotten some gifts that I've not particularly valued and I've either re-gifted, uh, and I won't say what in case the person who gave me the gifts is listening to this interview <laughs> uh, or returned. But there are other gifts that are really greatly valued even more than by the purchase price. So in particular, gifts typically fall into two categories. Um, one set of gifts, people value far more than what you paid. It's when you find that perfect gift and somebody looks at it and goes, wow, I never would have bought this gift for myself, but this is something I've always wanted. And then there's another set of gifts that we as economists call the deadweight loss of Christmas. It's basically the, why did I get an orange sweater, you know, with Santa Claus <laughs> on it? Uh, I can't believe you spent any money or even time on this. Uh, so I'm not saying don't buy gifts. If you really do find the gifts that somebody appreciates, they can be very valued, much more than what you spent. Uh, and in particular, though, not every gift is valued for the dollar value you actually went out and purchased, spent on it. You know, I'm, I'm listening to you say this and thinking, you know, I've seen books in the past few years, things like The Hundred Dollar Christmas, um, which is actually encouraging people to set a total holiday budget of $100, not $100 per person um, or $100, you know, for your whole family. Um, and... Then on the other hand, we we hear increasingly about things like minimalism and, you know, the rise of Marie Kondo and maybe giving experiences or things that aren't items. But that's not necessarily cheap. That that can actually be quite expensive. So we, we've kind of had 
you know, advice in, in the general uh, gift giving realm going in two really different directions in, in, in the recent years? Well, in general, when people give gifts, they want gifts that are remembered for many years. And this idea of giving experiences, uh, oftentimes the literature shows the experiences are more valued. They're remembered far longer than physical things. Uh, my family, we've had this problem for many, many years. And in particular, uh, I don't really like shopping for gifts. I find it very stressful and uh, a number of other people. And we found sort of a simple way in the holidays to handle this. Uh, we give gifts to the children. But adults, we basically just give wrapping paper. And then after we all eat, we have the family paper fight. So we move the children out of the way, and they all sort of look on kind of like what's going to happen. And we just sort of crumple up all the wrapping paper, and we throw it at each other. Uh, and we end up with an experience that's relatively cheap. Uh, and the children also get, you know, they don't feel left out because they got their gifts. And they look on with horror as the adults start dumping boxes of wrapping paper on each other's heads. I love that idea, although I have to say there's a little part of me that is still a little kid that still wants to get at least a few gifts a few times a year. I don't want to give up all of my gifts, but um, but I hear you with the you know the paper fight. We actually once uh, gave one of our sons when he was a toddler uh, a roll of toilet paper and an hour to do anything he wanted with it uh, for his birthday present when he was about a year old, and it was um, definitely a memorable experience. Overall, what would you... I guess, recommend to people who are trying to figure out how to actually give memorable gifts to the people they really want to give gifts to, um, but, you know, keep costs down, keep this within that 1% budget that you were recommending? Uh, that's a hard question, especially for an economist, because as an economist, we study money, but we don't actually study, you know, how is to optimally give particular gifts. But in my own life, uh, my advice is just watch a person, watch what they do, and watch any problems that come up in their life. And if you can give a gift that solves a problem, typically that's a gift that will be remembered. That's Jay Zagorski. He is an economics researcher and senior lecturer at the Questrom School of Business at Boston University. He's written about the economics of gift giving for the conversation.com. Jay, thanks so much. Wonderful. Have a nice day. Until next week, this is Living Lab Radio. I'm Heather Goldstone. Thanks for listening. Living Lab Radio is produced by WCAI in Woods Hole and WGBH in Boston. It's produced by me, Elsa Partan, and Heather Goldstone is executive producer. Theme music by Stellwagen Symphonette.